you're listening to Leading and Living with Impact and Influence, where we walk with leaders to live a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. Hey, buddy, I, uh, I got to tell you, I've been really looking forward to this podcast today. Um, I get it usually a lot of people that are talking business. Maybe they're talking about um, past failures in their life, how they've overcome challenges. And we're going to go in a really different direction today. So thank you for, uh, thank you for being here, brother. Josh, man, thank you so much, man. I, I really um, appreciate this, but um, I just want to say that I, I want the listeners to know that I am a better person um, because of you, um, because of your ministry, things that you do, you stand for, what you teach. And now you didn't ask me to say that. Uh, you didn't ask me to, you didn't say, hey, Jansen, say that. But I, I just want you to know from my heart that I mean it, that you really have, have touched me. So, man, I appreciate you having me on your show. Yeah. Thanks, brother. I appreciate that. Well, you know, we've talked about that before. Is like, it's, you know, when people have a calling and you most certainly have an amazing calling that you are trying to fulfill every day it takes partnership with other people and mm-hmm. you got to have that opportunity to be speaking and giving and sharing of your gifts. And, you know, as a, as a men of faith, we believe that, uh, you know, we do our best to partner with God and God gives open and God gives opportunities and open up doors. And, uh, you know, you and I have known each other for a lot of years, but we haven't known each other, um, at this type of, uh, uh personal level. And, uh, it's been one of the true blessings in my life too. So, absolutely very mutual on my aspect. And, uh, I love the fact that I get to support you. I love the fact that I get to be in your world. So thanks for that. All right. So we're going to get into, um, for our audience today, like I said, it's going to be a really a different conversation. Um, we're going to talk about kind of spiritual warfare. We're going to talk about the, you know, the thing, the unseen, the things that really are going on in our world that we're not even aware of. And I know a lot, a lot of people have, uh, that listen to this are people of faith. And this is a, I think this is an area that we First of all, we don't give enough credit to that is really influencing and impacting our world. Uh, but we also, we really don't want to think about it uh, because one of the challenges I think that we face is that we don't want to think about demons. We don't want to think about the true evil that's in the world. And when we do think about it, we kind of go to these extremes. I know one of the areas of expertise for you is dealing with what you call the diabolical. And I got to tell you, buddy, like you and I've been kind of working on that. And, and every time that it comes up to my mind, I always think of like an exorcism and I go like, ah, dude, I don't think I need an exorcism, but are there things in my life that, um, uh, are, would be under this phrase of diabolical. So I would love for you to establish first and foremost to myself and the audience, what do you mean when you say diabolical? Yes. Well, the Bible teaches us very clearly um, that there is this unseen enemy. This unseen enemy is if we're a Christian, if we're a follower of the Lord, he is our sworn enemy. And this enemy, though we cannot see him, he is real. Mm -hmm. And that's what the Bible teaches. Um, And, you know, a lot of times people think of, you know, exorcism, like you're talking about. Um, But Think of, think of it this way. There's a reason where and how and why we're tempted to sin. Mm-hmm. Where does that temptation come from? Uh, why are we being tempted? 
why is there a spirit of fear that may be holding uh, people back from advancing their business mm-hmm. or advancing their calling, advancing their cause in life? There's a reason why people feel shackled and held back, and it's because of an enemy. There's going to be a place in our life where we can't just overcome it because we set our mind to it. Mm-hmm. Those shackles, though, are invisible, are real. Things like a spirit of rejection, a spirit of abandonment, a spirit of fear. Mm. Now, there's a difference between a spirit of fear and the emotions of fear. Mm. And so part of understanding our enemy is to understand who we are, to understand who God's created us to be, our gifts, our charisms, our talents, our abilities, and the direction that we're supposed to be going. No, that's really good. You know, it's interesting as I've kind of dove deeper into my faith and uh, in the spiritual spirituality uh, of our faith as well too. Is is you get to you recognize more and more of that. Um, one in in my morning routine, one of the things that um, that I have uh, been doing is I've memorized the armor of God. Um, that has been mm. a truly impactful thing in my life. And it's interesting as you break down the armor of God, it just talks about how our struggle is not against flesh and blood, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And and so I'd love for you to kind of talk a little bit more into this where like what is it that I like, how do you help people identify those spirits? How do you, how do you help people um overcome and get rid of and 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 release themselves from the the shackles as you said of this mm-hmm. spiritual warfare in their life? You know, you're exactly right. In Ephesians chapter six, that it it does, it says we're not fighting against flesh and blood. So then the next question is, well, then who are we fighting against? (laughs) Who is our enemy? And we have to learn to look differently. We have to learn how to look for what's holding us back. Mm -hmm. Is it our own fear, our own fear? Is it our own inability? Or is it coming from the unseen world? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm reminded, I'm reminded of First Timothy. First Timothy in the New Testament, chapter four, verse one says this. Now the Spirit expressly says, now this is referring to the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit expressly says that in later times some will depart from the faith. Now, who's this referring to? These are this is referring to those that are in a relationship with God, that are following God, but in later times, some are going to depart from that commitment to the Lord. Mm -hmm. But then it explains why. Um, Now, the Spirit expressly says that in later times, some are going to depart from the faith by giving heed to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. Another translation says philosophies and doctrines of demons. So, When a demon clocks in in the morning and goes to work, what are their jobs? What they're trying to do is to teach us how to think. So a spirit of rage is trying to teach a person how to look at the world and to respond with rage. A spirit of fear, same thing. But so is a spirit of timidity. So is a a spirit that um, is trying to hold a person back from making momentum and permanent change in their life. A spirit that is trying to teach a person how to think. So these, our enemy is not out there with this big billboard it comes with those little accusations, those little thoughts of, of things like, I'm not good enough. 
I'm not capable of enough of overcoming. I'm not capable of enough of starting a business or being successful. I'm not worthy to have um, um, a healthy marriage. Yeah. Those little suggestions are coming from the enemy. So how do you, so, so I just kind of, I'll just, I'll be, I'll be the guinea pig here. Um, I, you know, there's areas in my life where maybe I haven't had breakthroughs or there's areas in my life where maybe I just continue to struggle in them. Right. Um, like how do I identify first and foremost, that maybe it's not just my deficiencies, right? It's not just my sinful ways, but maybe there is a spirit there. Maybe there is something that is truly uh, anchored into my life now. How do you ad- how do you identify that? How do I, as a, a, faith, a man of faith, identify the fact that there might be a spirit attacking that certain area of my life and I want to get rid of it? Yes. So since you're the guinea pig, I like to ask people this question. Um, so I'll ask you, is Jesus Christ your Lord? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. You just declared an amazing truth right there. And that is, what does the word Lord means? It means owner. Mm-hmm. So you just declared mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ owns Josh. Yeah. All right. Good. So therefore, we take it out of the category of possession. Less than 0.01% of the world's population actually needs an exorcism. But everybody needs the principles of deliverance to understand those obstacles in our life, to be able to recognize what is holding me back. So think of it this way. Everything in our life designed by God brings forward motion. It brings forward momentum in our life. Our emotions are designed and created to to cause motion. Faith creates motion. Relationship creates motion. Anything that is growing is causing momentum and growth in our life. So whenever a person is stuck, now we start asking a different set of questions that the ministry of deliverance, the ministry of, of understanding these principles brings. Think of a doctor. A doctor has a a set of questions to examine where the problem is. Mm -hmm. A set of counselors have a different set of questions that they ask. But the ministry of deliverance that God has given to his church, they ask a different set of questions. And it really has to do with where are you stuck? What's holding you back? Mm -hmm. Where's the sin in a person's life? What effects does that sin cause that are these ripple effects in other areas as well? Now, this is actually your expertise. This is something that you do, and you help people walk through these certain areas and these struggles and challenges in their life, correct? Yes. I've been doing this for over 35 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard for me to believe that I'm that old, but I really did start when I was 15 years old. At 15 years old, I really did have a very powerful encounter with the Lord, but I was also Protestant. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was, I was traveling and preaching and doing conferences as a Protestant. But because the invisible world is real, it is a reality. I personally started seeking out more protection. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, I found myself reading the early church fathers Mm -hmm. and applying those principles to my life. Here I am as a Protestant pastor, and now I'm going, I think I want to become Catholic. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's what I decided. 
Yeah. I, I stepped down from being a pastor. My wife and I joined the Catholic Church because of the reality of the diabolical. For me, that's what I wanted was that that protection. But I I help business people, stay-at-home moms, teachers, priests, Protestant pastors. Um, I I help a number of people that are that are really ready to say, I'm tired of these obstacles. Yeah. I'm tired of the enemy holding me back. And I want to learn these principles of how I can start moving forward and get unstuck. Yeah. I, I think it's amazing. I, I will tell you, you know, I'm going to be a little vulnerable here. Um, I haven't really shared this t- with too many people, but uh, one of the gals in our office, um, she she is able to sense demons and angels around people. And, and, you know, this is like, these are things that you just, you know, uh, there's shows about this. Like, you don't really ever meet somebody that actually can sense that or has an idea of who they are. And, 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 uh, and, and she's an amazing woman, just, a, just a, a wonderful woman of God. And our building, the, the one that we currently in, are in, um, it's got an interesting past. And when we moved into it, she so she's not from Casper, so she has no history of what's going on and what had happened in the past. She has nothing. She has no idea about this building itself. Who previously was the owner? Any of this? After we had moved in, she came to me and she says, "Hey, listen, can I can I share with you some things that I um, sense about the building that I've experienced?" And I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely." And this is before I knew that she had this gift. And she approached me and said, "You know, there is a gentleman that." sits in this certain area, this location of, uh, of the, uh, the building. And he wants me to tell you that, uh, first of all, that he, he wants his wife to know that he loves her and that, uh, that there's nothing she did wrong. And then he said, you know, and he's just, he's just very sad. Well, what she didn't know, I mean, so like I'm telling you, this is really, really interesting, right? So, we so this building that we're in, and I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, Jansen. This building that we're in actually used to be owned by the McMurrays, mm. and and Mick had um, uh, had committed suicide, mm-hmm. and we know how devastating that was to our community. We know how devastating that was to the state mm-hmm. of Wyoming. He was a great philanthropist and just a really good man, but there was a trend of some, of course, sadness around there. And man, when she told me that story, it was just like, oh my gosh, like Mick is here. Like that, that, and I've never said this to their family. I've never, I've only said this to my wife. I'm sharing it with you because I know that you understand this realm. And now our audience, of course, is going to be, is going to listen to this. But I remember one time, so she had told me about this and I just really prayed about this. I got some guidance from people. I'd obviously talked to a lot of uh, spiritual advisors as well too. And, and one day, so what I did one day is I literally, I took a chair, I went up to the area of where he was at, of where she said he was at, and I just sat down and I had a conversation. It was a one-way conversation because I didn't obviously hear anything back to me, but I just said, I, I mean, I literally was having a conversation with Mick, told him we loved him for everything that he'd done for this community. And I just said, man, you are more than welcome to stay here. But this sadness, whatever you're bringing here that is not of joy and happiness can no longer stay. And it was really interesting to be able to experience that. And then since then, she and I, Rebecca and I have had a number of conversations about, you know, certain people and and myself in general. Cause I'm like, what do you see around me? Like, is there anything that I need to be aware of? And do I need to 
obviously get rid of anything. So do you, like, are you able to, first of all, are you able to identify fairly easy with people what spirit or whatever, what demon or, uh, uh, or what is surrounding them? Mm-hmm. Well, you bring up a number of amazing um, points because um, um, the person that you're referring to, she has um, spiritual gifts. She has mm-hmm. charisms. Yeah. Every single person has gifts. Yeah. Yep. God has given every listener, every person, a charism, a gift that they have. One of the things that the diabolical wants to do is to hold a person back from being effective in using that charism. Hmm. Now, there's a number of different charisms. The one that she's operating in really strongly that you're referring to is really the gift of discernment, being able to discern you know, these things that can't be seen. Mm-hmm. And so to answer your question, um, yes, I do have the gift of discernment. Mm-hmm. Um, a number of the listeners are going to have it. A lot of times people will come to me and they'll say this, they'll say, don't think I'm weird, but, and they have this story <laughs> yeah. that they can't tell anybody else yeah. because it's weird. They don't know who to go to, but the ministry of deliverance and helping to understand who our enemy is, it is supported by the entire body of Christ. Mm -hmm. The Lord wants us all to use our gifts and our charisms. And there's a term that is not taught in the Bible and it's called secular. There's no, there's no term. There's no term that's mentioned. So there's no, there's no differentiation. These charisms, these gifts that the Lord gives to us can be used in business, in, in our private lives, our, in school. They are meant to flow into the community, into business, into every aspect. But um, yes, to answer your question, I do have a very strong gift. Usually it doesn't take me very long to sit down with somebody and be able to help them to pinpoint these, what the Bible calls a stronghold, those shackles that's holding yeah. them back. And, but we have to look at their story, yeah. but we have to ask a different set of questions. And then we're able to kind of start moving forward, put together a plan mm-hmm. on how to close those doors and get unshackled. Yeah. I think it's amazing, my man. So you do one-on-one coaching, spiritual advisory with people. Um, what other things do you, does whole Catholic provide for their community? Yes. Well, um, I I do an eight-week course um, that I offer, and the eight-week course um, is really kind of laying the foundation. Um, it's laying the foundation of how to look into the world mm-hmm. from a kingdom perspective. Um, it helps us to, we actually have um, um, exercises that we do to learn how to listen to the voice of the Lord. It's not what most people think. It's a lot, it's a lot easier than what people think. Mm-hmm. Um but lays down this foundation of really being able to recognize where to look for the enemy, identify the enemy, so that they as a person can close the doors. Mm-hmm. So I have an eight-week course. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we provide material um, and videos and things like that as, as well. Um, and, and what we try to do is to take the weird out of this. Yes. Um, and it's because it's actually very practical. 
It's real. It's relational. It's practical. It's empowering. That's probably the number one word that I hear people say is that, Jansen, this is so empowering, mm. empowering me in so many different areas of my life. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Now, if they go to wholecatholic.com, they can find these resources. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. Um, yes. Um, and I'll also share a link with you that you can put in the show notes as well to okay. help um, with some other videos and resources and PDFs and, okay. and things like that. Cause we're constantly creating um, material because the fight is real yeah. and we're trying to help people to be empowered in a non weird way yeah. um, to move forward in their life. And you have a, you have a spiritual warfare prayer that you have, right? Is that correct? That's right. It's one of the most powerful prayers mm. um, that I, that I know of. I'll give you an example um, I was sitting down with a friend who was a lawyer, still is a lawyer, and he said he just ventured out into starting his own, um, his own business, his you know his own, um, his own company, and he just walked away from a big firm and he's starting his own, and the people weren't flowing in like he thought. Mm -hmm. And I shared with him these principles, and he started praying this very prayer um, um, of spiritual warfare prayer. It's very real. It's very practical. It's very easy to do. Um, and he started praying it. He goes, Jansen, this, this prayer is a game changer. And in a very short time later, he reached back out to me and told me, he says, when I, when I first sat down with you, I thought I was going to have to go back to a bigger firm. I was losing hope in starting my own firm. The doors weren't opening. But once I started praying that prayer, the Lord began to start bringing people to me so much so now I'm looking at hiring another lawyer in my firm to help me out with the business that's coming in. So, I mean, is it just because like the unseen was blocking success then? I mean, is that what I'm, is that what I'm gathering yes. from this? Yes. And when we start understanding a spiritual worldview, yeah. we also need to understand a kingdom worldview, yeah. how yeah. to look at business and finances and relationships yeah. from a kingdom perspective. Yeah. So I love teaching people how to have a kingdom, sacramental, and a spiritual worldview. That's awesome. A spiritual worldview is understanding those things that we can't see such as demons, that's what we're talking about, mm -hmm. but also the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. also the saints that have gone before us mm -hmm. that are in heaven, yeah. that are praying and interceding for us. We can't see them, yeah. but the reality is real. So we need to have a kingdom, sacramental, and a spiritual worldview, but it just takes time to kind of lay that foundation. And that's what I do in that eight-week course. Oh, I love it, buddy. That is really exciting. Well, this prayer, I know that people are really going to want to get that too. So we will put a link in uh, the show notes as well too, where they can go and they can download this absolutely free. You guys have such great resources. Now you can, you also can become an ambassador for whole Catholic as well too. You know, you guys uh, do such a great job. Your ministry is absolutely impactful. And I know there's people that want to follow you so they can go to wholecatholic.com and become an ambassador as well? Yes, that's right. Yes. They can find out how to connect with us in email, through Instagram, Facebook, how to become an ambassador. Yeah. Um, many people that I've coached 
they they finish the coaching process, but they want to stay connected. Yes. And they also want to help other people to get these resources as well. Well, and I think it's really great. You guys put a weekly email out there as well, too. So it talks about the events that are coming up. It also talks uh, gives you uh, things that you guys are working on or things that you've just completed or just the things for you to be, you know, I think, you know, meditating on, praying on throughout the week. I think it's really powerful for us to get that type of quality in our inbox as opposed to all the trash and stuff that comes in there that we don't want. So we can sign up for that as well too. your weekly um, blog or newsletter that you guys provide. I think that's another great thing. So as we kind of wrap this up, because I know you are busy, you've got, you've got an appointment coming up here real quick. Um, You know, what would you like, I want you to speak life into our audience. Um, We've got entrepreneurs, business owners, we've got husbands and fathers, we've got moms and, and wives and we know, we know we're going through a lot of stuff in the world right now. Things that, things that we know are completely out of, our, out of our control. However, we feel like we're just being pressured all the time. You know, at every side, at every angle, there's another thing that's attacking people of faith. There's attacking people that are good people that are trying to do the right thing. What is it that you can recommend to them? What is it? How do you speak life into people right now? Mm-hmm. You know, those that are listening, I mean, all of us, we need to be directly connected to the heart of Christ. Mm-hmm. It is Jesus Christ who is the source of the living water that we're able to receive. Now, there is a, a theological term called appropriation. Appropriation is us just simply learning how to apply the power of Calvary, the power of Jesus Christ dying on the cross for us. Well, we are going to spend a lifetime learning how to appropriate that power in our life. It's called sanctification. Mm -hmm. But the enemy is trying to hold us back and to keep us. But every single listener, there is something that God has placed inside of their heart. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit wants to water it. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit wants to bring that to the fullness of fruition, to produce fruit. That's where true satisfaction and fulfillment is. It doesn't matter if they're a stay-at-home parent, if they've started their own business, if they work for a Fortune 500, if they're a school teacher. There are things in their heart that God is looking to unlock by the power of the Holy Spirit to release them into the fullness of their purpose and their destiny. Mm. And it doesn't have to look weird. Let me just kind of, kind of tell you, sometimes when yeah. people start thinking about demons, they go, oh, if I get with Jansen, then he's going to start binding and <laughs> casting and pleading the blood and it's yeah. going to, you know, all this weird stuff. And I'm right. going to spin around and float in the air. It's not like that. It's actually just like you and I talking to each other. Yeah. And it's very practical. And so it's not, it's not that. But the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, wants to unlock that passion that he has placed inside of the listeners. And that's where true fulfillment comes. And there is hope. It doesn't matter how dark the world may be, the message of the world, the light of Christ is much more powerful to dispel that darkness. Yeah. Awesome, man. I love it. You know, one of the things that I continue to um, to talk to those that are in my circle, those that are listening to me is the fact is it's, uh, you know, there's for... In the evolution of our leadership, we always look, we, we've been looking at the what, the what, like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Right. But there comes a point when it gets to the point of who, who do I need to have sitting at my table? Who do I need to have involved in my world? Right. 
And I think this is a really great episode for our listeners to hear about who they need to connect with, who they need to follow, because there is a spiritual attack on the family, on individuals, of people of faith. And as strong as we are, as much as we try to control and overcome things, there are certain things that unless we have the right who, such as yourself, involved in our lives, we're never going to be over to, uh, we're never going to be able to overcome those things. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate what you do, brother. It's uh, uh, talk about kingdom building, man. You, you are doing an amazing job of it. I know that you and your family have, have committed to this. You guys are all in and uh, mm-hmm. God continues to challenge you to do that. It continues to bless you in ways that I'm sure that you're not even aware of. Uh, but I just, uh, I, I, I want to lift you up and I just want to uh, mm-hmm. appreciate all that you do for, for, for so many people, brother. Thank you so much, Josh. Man, that really means the world to me. Coming from you, man, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. And we need to find those people that are able to sharpen us yeah. out there. Amen to that. All right, everybody, as you uh, as you heard this, I know that it's kind of first it's like, man, this is a little intimidating. This is like, oh, we're going to talk about spiritual warfare. We're going to talk about the debacle. But as Jansen broke this down, it really, in its simplest form, it's providing you with information, tools, the prayer he talked about, uh, the eight-week course that he has. And if you need to have one-on-one sessions with Jansen, you have that ability as well, too. We're going to provide some specific links for you in the show notes. But if you simply just go to wholecatholic.com, you're going to find so much of this information, and then you can start to follow Jansen and his mission and what he provides for so many other people. I know it's going to be a true blessing for you. So you know what the price of the submission is, though, right? You've got to share this. And I know there's somebody in your life, there's somebody in your world right now that needs to hear this. Maybe this was just impactful for you, but I promise you there's somebody right now that if you just took a couple minutes and thought about, they need to hear this message because it will change everything for them. So I challenge you, go ahead and just share it. Jansen, brother, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much, my man. Josh, thank you so much for what you're doing. Uh, Thank you for just your friendship. And uh, I'm a better person because of you in my life. So thank you.